Welcome to the Lady Sanity Podcast for the Running Club Podcast Network. Of the Lynn Sandy Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, all the content that we have going, all the work that's being done to get that content out to you. Uh, back shoulder fade uh, available, uh, available pretty much right now. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, uh, we we went over NBA totals, over unders, did our draft, um, bunch of fun picks, and you know we did a save game parlay, Bryce. Put in a leg this week. Sorry, uh, just teased it. Uh, he did a Derek Carr one and a half passing touchdowns against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, so it's a good one. Parlay's a good one. It's ten to one hundred seventy. So are you listen. betting that? Are you betting that parlay in real life? I very much so. I always do everything. Oh, and uh, it's so so we we uh, we're, we're looking to to figure out a way to to cash it. Uh, so far, we are about two and three, and uh, hoping to get back into the three and three. Uh, the three and three mark get ourselves get ourselves back to five hundred. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you heard him. Bryce is back. He's back this week. He's back after uh, after a vacation. Uh, and I guess you know he was out and I was out. So now it's the uh, you know I guess you could call it an original podcast uh, back together. Um, and, and and let me say this right now. Let me say this right now. The last couple of weeks, because of some of these results and some of these teams losing and winning, have been the most intense in our group chat over the last <laughs> couple of weeks. But now uh, you might be able to hear some of that on air as we get through the rest of the season, Price. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, I, I'm just, you know, I can, I, I'm just excited to be back. I'm just excited to be back with you. I we had a good week of football. Um, we have been hot and heavy in the group chats, which made which made me excited to be in this pod tonight. So um, I'm ready to get going, man. I'm ready yeah. to roll. Let's do it. Um, and we'll we'll do our we'll do before we get into the games. We'll get into our uh, good old get the sack. This week, and we're uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna jump right in on get the sack. Uh, because I'll be honest, Bryce, I think there's a lot of guys that you can put into this conversation. A lot of coaches that you know, you just wish that they would have thought about things differently, or maybe they're uh, you would have expected them uh, to be better. Uh, and, and here's where I'm gonna go. With this one, Bryce, I think you might. You you probably won't have any preference. I think you might be shocked by this one. I, I'm gonna go. Todd Bowles get the sack. Uh, Twenty to six oh, at home. Oh, oh, Twenty to six on. at home. No, no, hear me, oh, hear me, hear me. This this okay. this Detroit Lion team. This Detroit Lion team is. You know they have a legitimate offense. They have a very good coach. But I mean, I'm just I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed by a couple things here. No one. I just thought this team would be more juiced to come out to this game. I thought defensively, I couldn't believe what Goff was doing on this defense. We'll talk about it a little later. 350 yards, Bryce. Goff is not a guy who's typically played well in these type of conditions, and he just had whatever he wanted, whether it was Amon Ra. And with Bowles being a defensive mind, Bryce, it just left me, it let the sour taste for him out because I don't think this defense stinks. Um. I don't think this defense stinks. I don't think their offense really stinks. 
uh, I, I, but it just, this game was just a no show. And I guess it was surprised. I just didn't think it would be the way that it was. I thought it was going to be close throughout. And I honestly thought Tampa might have had a chance to win it. Yeah, but I mean, this, uh, look, this isn't the Lions that we grew up with, Caleb. This, this is a legitimate football team here. I mean, on Good Morning Football, now, again, I don't get all my stuff from Good Morning Football. Obviously, my opinions are my own, but they were talking about the Lions maybe being the best team in the NFL. I disagree, but I mean, this is a very good football team, but to hold a team to six points is incredibly difficult to do, and it's impressive to do, especially on the road. Uh, especially with no David Montgomery, sure, no Gibbs, sure. Uh, you just hammer Amon Ross St. Brown, which they should do anyway. I don't know why they don't. Sure, um, sure. I don't. I, and the books are still like they are still in the thick of it in their division. No, I just, I it's just this week. I'm just saying this okay. week. You just, okay, you just let me down. I, I didn't expect the 14 point loss. I just let me down. I mean, I th- honestly, uh, Bryce, I thought the Lions were going to have to. Be, to really pull this game out late. I thought this game was going to be very close. I really, really mm-hmm. did. And, uh, you know, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Tampa's in the thick of it. I'm not like concerned about bowls or anything. I'm just this week. Just let me know. I, I hear you. I hear you. Go ahead, Bryce. What's your, uh, get the sack pick. I know you've probably been anxious for this. No, I mean, listen, there's a lot of camp. I mean, no one sticks out like badly to me. This okay. week. Okay. So I am going to sacrifice myself. Wow. And it's time. It's time. It's time. I mean, Sean Payton. You gotta get us back. <laughs> Listen. I mean, eight eight points. I mean, am I putting this on Sean Payton? I am not. I am not. But at the same time, I mean, you got to put your guy in a, in a better position to succeed. To me, his press conferences, he's kind of saying that he's doing that without directly saying that. But at the same time, like you have to be better than eight points on a Thursday night. And the eight points came in the fourth quarter when you basically already lost the game. I mean, it was just kind of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And all these teams have had the Chiefs exactly where they want them. And they cannot capitalize on how poorly the Chiefs have played. Now, props to the Chiefs, obviously, for grinding out these W's. Mm-hmm. But you had them right where you want them on a Thursday night. And you only put up eight points the entire game. And they came in the fourth quarter towards the end. It's just not good, man. And you cut Frank Clark. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, didn't they? Or they were talking about trading Jerry Judy, uh, which the Colts came up again today, Caleb. I thought that was interesting. Like we mm. keep we we we're staying connected to that name very often. Um, then they cut somebody else. They, they cut Randy Gregory, mm. and it sounds like they could potentially be sellers at the deadline again. So, I mean, it, it's bad. It's bad. It sounds like Sean Payton might just hit the, the reset button and get his guys in there, uh, which I think would be interesting. But, I mean, Sean Payton, you got to get the sack, man. Got to get the sack. Wow. I'm a big man today. I'm a big man wow. today. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big one. That's a big one coming from you. It's a big one coming from you. But, 
it probably the bigger news in, in your case is some quarterback injuries. Uh, we got a lot of them right now, um, yeah. you know, and it's just kind of part of the NFL. But yeah, we got Anthony Richardson. We got Kyler Murray, most likely Trevor Lawrence missing this coming week. Uh, Justin Fields, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Daniel Jones. I forgot to list him on my document. Mm. Um, I mean, it's. Um, I feel like we haven't had this many like just banged up like not not like season enders, but I mean, miss a game or two here at Watson, which we don't even know when he's coming back. I know that's a that's a friction point in the Browns organization right now. You know, we got today. Yeah, Tannehill, Tannehill. right? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not looking good for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they signed Nathan Vork to the active roster today not looking good um no it's just it's just rough man i mean kyler obviously good news kind of the kyler was good i respect it by the way did you did did you see did you see uh hollywood brown's comments today on that i did not i did not he said that kyler is coming out to prove a point look i would like to see that I would, like I, I, would, I would as well, because the obviously the Caleb Williams rumors are, are you know, out eating there. in Arizona. Right. Well, Scorching. now Chicago. Eat, right. Right. I mean, they're sitting at one in five. They are definitely in the mix. Um, you know, that Texans pick may not may not be as good as everyone thought it was going to be. Agreed. Uh, so, I mean, if Kyler comes out and plays well, Caleb, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I'll say this. I mean, he's in a win-win spot. I mean, if the yeah. Cardinals are like, hey, we're going to go on, we're going to pick a quarterback, you know, Murray's going to be available. And there's a, there's suitors for Murray. There just is. He's a good quarterback. He's in the top 15 probably. You know, when he's healthy, when he's on, he's he's really, really good. I mean, really good. And I, I, I see a world where, yeah, he could turn it up. And – you know, look, I mean, Bryce, we haven't been, we haven't talked for the last couple of weeks. I mean, I think Arizona's frisky as hell. I mean, they're really, they could be really frisky. Not again, not this and week, but not uh, this I week. think they're, I think they're starting to peak with Dobbs. Yeah. I think they're starting and, to come crash back down. So Kyler coming back maybe in two weeks. Yeah. If, if that's it's the case. Interesting. Right. You, you, you could potentially, I mean, the pro, they do have a tough schedule for sure, but I mean, like he's definitely, this team has shown me a fight that I didn't think that they originally had. I just didn't think that they were going to have it uh, throughout the season. So far, they, so far they have. Uh, so I am excited for him. Uh, the one I'm concerned about, Bryce, I mean, I, I think the Richardson news is not necessarily, it's not injury. It's, 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 yes, he's injured, but there does seem like more of a concrete plan. The one I'm scared to death of is Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean no, that brother. He that sounds that sounds bad. I mean that sounds really bad. I I that sounds bad. And this Vegas team clearly didn't know what they were doing at backup quarterback because they got Brian Hoyer on this team. Well, it sounds and, like AOC may get another shot. Well, that might sound even worse. And they are <laughs> in a position where, I mean, look, I I told Devin this. I said this to Zach. I think I've teased this to you. Like, okay, if they were able to stay somewhat healthy, they have this stretch of games what to what feels extremely 
extremely winnable. But if you don't have Garoppolo, it, none of these games that I'm mentioning are gimmies. None of them. I mean, the the, the Bears, that's not a gimme with, with whoever their backup quarterback is under center. Uh, the Giants, that's not a gimme with their quarterback situation. Like, I thought this was a team that maybe had some some opportunity to take advantage of the way that their schedule played out. And if Hoyer's under center, I mean, this is a team that's about to go right down the drain. Trash, yeah, trash. And yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Then you got that. Fields in Chicago. Maybe they're trying to be optimistic here. Bryce trying to rest him uh, for this backup quarterback. And Bryce, I, I mean, I got to ask you this. You and I watch a lot of football. Okay, you and I watch a lot of football. Have we you do. ever heard of Tyson Badgett in your life? I have, I have not. I have never heard of Tyson Badgett in my life. Uh, I, I hard for me to understand how the Chicago Bears with this young of a quarterback and fields don't have any sort of established backup quarterback. Like that's just hard for me to fathom. Like well, the Giants they managed kept messing around with Peterman. Oh, but come on, come on, you know, come on, you know. He should have been I, I know, but I mean, at least he had played in an NFL game before. I mean, I listen, listen, Badgett wasn't terrible. I know the football was and I just don't really like that that that's the backup option. No, I, just don't I, like, I don't either, but but you don't have tape on him. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Maybe you that maybe little, that's your a, advantage. A little advantage. I'm not saying it's a huge advantage, but I mean I didn't know I mean, Shepard was, was a college price. Okay, that's fair. No, I did, I, when they said it's college, I'm like, what? I mean, I didn't know. I mean, literally, I can't tell you. I mean, I am a degenerate. Okay, you I am are? not sitting here. I am not sitting here in a relationship, married, or anything like that. I watch a lot of sports. And I'm sitting Probably here too much. Wondering, wondering what the Shepard College is, Bryce. I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, we're in trouble. Uh, I hope that the backup situation in Chicago, maybe Magic can can be a good backup. I, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. But that's that's an area of concern for me. Maybe they're using it as a sign to potentially tank. Um, I don't. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, and then Bryce, I guess I got to ask you about Richardson. Did they make the right call? in your opinion, and where do you see the Colts going from here? Yeah, they absolutely made the right call. I mean, get it taken care of. To me, I don't know that the high school shoulder injury had healed the way it probably should have. Surgery is the right way to go here. He can sit behind Gardner Minshew, who is capable. I know it didn't look like it this week, but he's a capable quarterback. He's going to learn. He's going to listen. I think that's valuable. In addition to playing, he kind of got the best of both worlds a little bit this year. You got to know what it was like to play in an NFL game. Now he gets to watch and learn while recovering. And he's young. He's going to recover quicker than most than most guys. Um, I wouldn't be shocked, Caleb, if he wasn't throwing before the, the end of the season. We got a report that he was throwing. Oh. You know, yeah. so um, and then for the Colts moving forward, like I said, Minshew is capable. Um, but losing Grover Stewart now to the PEDs, uh, for, for the six games, not, not saying that it's the end all be all, but it's not looking great. 
And I wouldn't mind having a decent draft pick maybe in the top 15. I'll say that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I uh, We'll see what, what comes out of this for the Colts. I mean, if they get it, I mean, yeah, we, we've talked about what I feel like they, we, we've talked about it, both of us have, and we on yeah. this podcast talked about what we feel like they need. If they can use that draft pick, I mean, that top 15, that might get you in the corner range, Bryce, that we were talking corner, about. Or even if there's another solid wide receiver that's worth yeah. taking in the top 15. I, I mean, unless we, obviously, if we trade for Jerry Judy, you know, that's a different conversation, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we can maybe afford a luxury pick. Yeah, that could be that could be interesting. Next up, uh, we'll get through the games for this week. Uh, and I guess this last week kind of help us understand what we need to be looking for this week. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, Bryce. The Cincinnati Bengals are three and three going into the bye. They have won two straight. They uh, they beat the Arizona Cardinals on the road. Uh, they beat the Seattle Seahawks at home after it seemed like the Seattle Seahawks were going to win the game on the game winning drive, but Geno Smith with a, a turnover that looked like the Geno Smith that, you know, was there before. Oh, don't Seattle. hate. Oh, don't hate on Geno. No, I'm not. I'm just that wasn't hating. I'm just saying it okay. looked like a pretty like, you, like an old you were school turning, turning you were t- no, oh, uh, no, you were turning down the road of I'm right, gonna so hate on him so bad. Right. So I wasn't. Okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not. I think Seahawks are good. In fact, I mean my point was I'm just gonna say I'm not that concerned about this game okay. from Seattle. Okay. Okay. I mean, I do think the interceptions were horrible, but I mean, I'm I'm not like I I'm not panicking here. Okay. I mean, Cincinnati, right. Cincinnati. Look, Cincinnati had more pressure to win this game in Seattle. Spot. They, they needed to get the three and three. They needed to get if they were in a situation, Bryce, where they were two and four. I probably would have crossed them off. Uh, two, no, and four, I wouldn't. It, two and four, probably not. If it was one and five, maybe. Two and four is brutal, Bryce. It not, is brutal, but it's not impossible. Well, but anyway, they're three and three. And the division's like all this, all shaky. And a lot of teams like four and two, they're like three and three. Cincinnati keeps themselves in the thick of it with the win. I guess what goes through your mind when breaking down, looking at this game? Um, I, Burrow is starting to look healthier. Um, I think he needs to get T Higgins reinvolved in the offense. Um, I understand there's some comfort with Jamar Chase, especially when Burrow was missing, basically missed all of off season or training camp, if you will, and then was struggling at the beginning of the season, you know, up until now, um, you know, it's easy to just throw the ball to Chase. I think you really need to to get back involved i know he's dealing with an injury too and i think you need to get the run game going as well take some pressure off joe to really get him back to 100 he is getting there you can see it but it's not all the way all the way back yet but this is a good gritty win um but the way they look right now caleb and i know it's still it's still somewhat early uh but the way they look right now this is not a contending team no. Sorry. No. No, it's they're not. not. No, it's not. It's really not. 12 carries for 38 yards for Mixon. I mean, they're going to have to get something better in the ground game. I mean, I agree with you. That's a, a great point. And when I look at Seattle here, I mean, look, you don't want to lose this game, especially when you have the opportunity to get, you know, the game on the line. But what about you know, 
It would have. It would have. But uh, I, I like the stretch of games a lot upcoming for them. Uh, a lot, actually. Uh, three of their next four at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the Cardinals at home. Uh, they get the Browns at home. Uh, at Baltimore, it should be a great game. And then Commanders yeah. at at Seahawks. I mean, I think they're very winnable games in the next stretch. I mean, if Seattle can get themselves right back into this here, respond, you know, against this Arizona team, uh, Pete, dial these guys back up. But everything looked good. Everything looked good. To be honest, I thought they were the better team in the game. Uh, but the, the, the turnovers just really flipped the script. Uh, next up, uh, the Browns and the Niners. A uh, game where uh, Kyle Shanahan couldn't out scheme uh, Stefanski. Stop it! Just the Browns stop it. This is, come oh away with a nineteen to seventeen God. victory uh, to move stop. to move their record to three and two with PJ Walker dialing up for the Browns. And, uh, oh, and, he and, dialed and, up two and, picks in, That's in what Cleveland. He did. In Cleveland, That's what he getting the job done picks. against Bryce's San Francisco 49ers. You are I mean, unreal. Bryce's San Francisco 49er PR team. What what do you, what did your uh, PR team have to comment after this uh, loss for the uh, the San Francisco 49ers? So so you just respectfully ignore the fact that CMC and Debo left this game. <laughs> you, you respectfully just forgot to to casually mention that. Uh, I mean, and you forgot to mention that third round pick kicker uh, Jake Moody decided to miss basically what's a gimme field goal to any competent kicker out there, 41 yard field goal to win the game. Brock Purdy did everything he needed to do yes. to get his team yes. uh, a chance to win. And it came yes. down to a kick and he missed it again. It's on the road. Historically, historically speaking, Caleb, man, I'm being serious here. Uh-huh. The Cleveland Brown defense led by Jim Schwartz, Mm-hmm. Who took over as DC this season? Uh, they are they are right now on a historic uh, trajectory for the season. They are only allowing 200 yards a game right now. 200. They do not allow many points either. Denzel Ward is still him. People forget about Denzel Ward. He is still him. <laughs> Miles Garrett is Miles Garrett. We know what he can do. Sure. And that linebacking core, uh, Owosu Koromoa is balling. Yeah, he He's was all been over the field. Balling. Yeah, he Greg Newsome is some I, I underrated signing that see it one Thornhill. Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. Very underrated. Yeah. Pair him with, yeah. with Delpit and McLeod. You know, that's a that's yeah. a good mix of young and vet. You know, like th- this defense is legit, man. It is legit. It's really good. I, I, um, look, I, I've had a tricky time, Bryce, with evaluating, uh, the Browns, uh, for a couple reasons. I mean, I just, I still think they're trying to figure out what they are offensively. Uh, Chubb thing first, Watson thing next. I mean, you're going to be on the optimistic side. They get Watson back. Um, it's still one of the best offensive lines in the league. I think you and I would agree on that. It's still one of the best offensive lines in the league. And I, I still, I feel like this team is, you know, yes, defensively, they're, they're really good, but offensively, I mean, I feel like we're just scratching at what they can be. You can't be much worse than what they are right now. Offensively. You really, really can't. They're, yeah. they're, they're, I mean, two inters. If you told me that he didn't throw a passing touchdown, that he completed, I mean, 
18 of 34. I mean, that's not ideal. Granted, the ground game was very good, but this is there, there's too many weapons in their passing game for me to be like, oh my gosh, like this is what they are. This team that's going to rely on their defense all the time and not have enough production offensively. I don't buy that. Um, I also kind of think Kareem Hunt could be coming alive for this Browns team. And if that's the case, like that gives them a legitimate threat on the ground game. Um, I, I he's not I agree with you. Stretch. I don't know why they didn't re-sign him. That was just dumb. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it's a frisky, it's a frisky team. It's a team that you know under Stefanski they they've shown an ability to battle and respond and be in it to the end most years. It seems like that's what this win could do for them, Bryce. Is just help them boost forward, move forward. There's winnable games on the schedule. Uh, they play the Colts this week, and you know, I mean, I'm not trying to take a shot at you here. No, but we're losing. That's the no, type of team lose. that I wouldn't want to face if I was the Colts. I mean, they're they are going. No, I to agree. Attack the weaknesses of the Colts, and if you get off to a nice little two game stretch after getting beat by the Ravens, interesting opportunity. Interesting opportunity. Yeah, you uh, mentioned the Ravens twice so far, Caleb. You know my game of the week is. Yeah, go ahead. Ravens Lions, baby. Oh, that'd be uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 that'll be a that'll be a massive game. Oh, no question about it. Regardless of how the game turns out, hopefully that that's going to be fantastic. Um, next up, Saints Texans. Um, you know I want to give them. I want to be very clear. I want to give the Texans credit. They're a frisky team. I keep saying frisky. Uh, they, they've got talent. The coaching of this team has been something, Bryce, you and I have talked about uh, being a huge advantage for them, and I believe it was in this game against the Saints with our good old friend uh, get Dennis Allen, a guy that you and I have supported <laughs> since he's gotten the job. But look, when it, when it comes to this game, I mean – what this game, I mean, a lot of opportunity. I mean, 300, let me see what the list is. So Derek Carr threw for 353 passing yards in this game. Mm-hmm. 353. The yeah. offense ran for 89. So combined, they they were putting up around 500 yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're producing 500 yards, you should be winning the game. You, I'm sorry. You should be producing. You should be winning the game if you're producing at that level, at that level. And, you know, all the receivers played well. All the receivers had a decent amount of targets, Bryce. I thought all of them made plays. But this kicker, holy crap. I mean, caught, caught, caught. <laughs> Zach Bond. I mean, caught. I mean, look, I'm sorry, it's not Zach Bond. It says Zach Bond. No, Blake Group. It's yeah, Blake sorry, group. Blake Group. Sorry, I pressed the wrong name. Blake Group. Blake Group. Kick it from Notre Dame. I mean, God bless his soul. The guy had just kicking guy had a kicking opportunity. He had missed one from 20 to 29 yards. And I understand the 50 yard one was a stretch, but the tw- I mean, you gotta take the gimmies, Bryce. The, the, I think if he kicked that field goal, I believe it was. A shifter in the game, and he just—I couldn't believe that miss. I'm not yep. too concerned. I don't think there's a ton to break down that you and I haven't talked about with these two teams. Um, I only have one question, and my one question is: Is Damian Pierce? Are you off Damian Pierce as a running back? 
Man, dude, yeah. I mean, Singletary, who I think sucks. No, I'm not ready to give up on on him. I mean, he's on a rookie deal. I mean, it's the second year in the league, right? Yeah. Um, to me, it seems like Houston may be transitioning, eventually transitioning to being a pass first offense, especially if CJ Stroud continues to perform the way he did. Yeah. I mean, now the stats don't look fantastic. Um, you know, when you look at completion percentage in yards, yeah. but the fact that he dropped two tutties on him on a good Saints defense, uh, I think yeah. it's impressive. I, I am continue. I am. Listen, you, you know, I believed in CJ Stroud. You thought you, you knew I, I thought he should have been picked over Bryce Young. I thought yeah. he was, he would be better. Yes. But he is exceeding what I thought he would be able to do in his first year. Mm. He really is. I mean, to, to have the Houston Texans at three and three and not just be the Houston Texans that have sucked since Watson sure. hasn't played for them. And finally, yeah. and Nico Collins staying healthy. Right. And we finally get to see, I, I've been banging that drum. I thought Nico Collins could actually yeah. be good. Yeah. And we're finally starting to see it. Uh-huh. You know, Dalton Schultz, we thought that was a weird signing for Schultz. They're but you know what? Involved. He's starting to find his stride a little bit again. Yeah. Like he did in Dallas. He's he's kind of putting up the same stat lines he did in Dallas. Yes, he is. And, and let me tell you, Caleb, I think they kind of miss him in Dallas. Not going to lie to you. Not going to lie. Damn. Uh, and this defense, I mean, it's it, that defense is taking on its its coach's form. Tamiko Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. a solid, hard-nosed defense. I mean, Blake Cashman, 15 tackles. I mean, looking Stop. good, man. I mean, come on now. Jalen Petrie, you know, that was a draft pick they had last year. He, you know, he's really starting to come along. I mean, Stuff. Man, you know you don't want to mess around with Houston. I mean, like CJ Stroud will will put it on you. He will hang it on you. He just looks so calm. Nothing rattles him. It was kind of the same way at Ohio State, and I'm just impressed, man. I'm happy for him. Uh, I just think it's really funny that I. Well, let me ask you this, Caleb. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you had to pick a receiving core, just receivers. Okay. Would you rather have the Texans wide receiving core of Collins, Woods, and Dell? Okay. Or Carolinas with Thielen, who's been balling, um, Chark, and who's their third? Probably probably Marshall, Chanel. Marshall or uh, now, now that I said Mingo? it out loud, I'm probably Mingo? Mingo. Mingo, yeah. Good question. Um you know, I'll say this. I think this is more damning of Bryce. From a rookie standpoint, you would want to have the veteran core, the, right. the safer core. And so I would probably lean Carolina, but this season, it's not close that I think Houston is the better core. Yes. And, and there's not a right or wrong answer to that, but. The thing is, is everyone's making excuses for Bryce Young. They're like, well, get him more help in the receiving corner. I'm like, I don't, I don't know that's necessarily fair. I, I think totally part agree. of it is, I think part of it is Frank Reich finally giving up play calling. I think it'll be interesting to see now. But I think the other part of it is, is 
I just don't think Bryce Young is as good yeah. as everyone says I, he is. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. I, I, I completely agree. And I, I thought he was a great, you know, he was good at Alabama. We said that. We went in on that. We've done that on our mock pods. But what Stroud's capable of doing, I mean, look. Now, I will say, I will say this, Bryce. You and I have crapped on this offensive line. This offensive line is getting healthy. And this offensive line has yeah, got is. some legitimate pieces. I mean, now this, this offensive line is a real, formidable, respectable unit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, Tunsil play, coming man. back, uh, Green coming back. Uh, you know, this is a good unit. And I think that's a part of the success. And I think Carolina has a couple pieces, but the offensive line isn't as strong. But yeah, Stroud's the better player. And, and he's, to me, the guy I would want to bet on the most in the long term. I, I mean, he's just a better, I just think he's a better quarterback. I think it's really, really hard to debate it. I mean, mm-hmm. Stroud, Stroud I, I, here's, and I think you'd agree with this. I, I'd have Stroud number one right now. I'd have Richardson number two right now. And a gigantic gap. And then I would have Bryce. Yeah. In terms of oh, talent yeah. and, and talent and, and who I'm willing to buy long-term. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I agree. Yeah, if you're looking at the long-term, yes. I just, I just don't think Bryce Young has it. Which is insane. I mean, this team, team traded for the number one pick. They wanted well, well somebody I mean, in that organization wanted this guy. I, I heard another rumor today that uh, Thomas Brown, the OC who's taking over play calling, wanted Bryce Young. So maybe he's got a better plan than Frank Reich does. Yeah. Again, I am very intrigued. I'm very intrigued to see how the play calling changes. Um, and I'm wrong. I am too. I am too because they could use yeah. it. Yeah, coming really, off really this bye week here. Yeah. Yeah. Lions Bucks contest. So I don't want to have to repeat that. Eagles at Jets. Eagles at Jets. Um, man, I were I want you want to rip the Eagles. Fade. Do you want to rip Both. the Eagles? I would like to, but I got to give a quick little tidbit okay. on the Jets here. Go for it. Um, I mean, look, Robert Sala, coach. No, do I like his antics? Did I care for a lot of how he chose to handle the preseason hype? No. But, I mean, this defense is a good defense. It's not the 85 Bears. Defense. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Nathaniel Sauce Hackett is somehow making it work with Zach Wilson. People yeah. are underestimating that narrative of Nathaniel Hackett, people thought, was one of the worst offensive play callers in history when he was with the Brock. He's making it work with this Jets offense. He's he's getting Garrett Wilson the ball. Brees is getting open on checkdowns. Um, the Cobb catch was only two yards. I understand he had one catch. That catch was ridiculously hard for him to make. He made it. Um, Cochran got open a couple times. Like, I mean, obviously, I think you'd want the offense to be a little more explosive, but this was a grimy game. And this mm-hmm. is what the Jets are going to want to be in right now with Wilson under center. But yeah, this is this is embarrassing from this Eagles team. Embarrassing. Jalen Hurts in the best offensive line in the league, two sacks, and Hurts couldn't get. He could not find daylight. The throws he was making, Bryce, against no name secondary players, Bryce, guys that weren't even coming in projecting to be starters for this team, projected to be active players for this team, were all over. This Eagles team and a coach, Bryce, that talks a big game, that acts a certain way, 
that, you know, I mean, you can make an argument, Bryce, this game is a, a game that will be a good reminder that you can't, but this game should be a reality check because I think they've been getting lucky in a lot of these games in terms of how they've been resulting and how they've been fought, you know, how they've been able to get away with it. And now they got that loss. I want to see how they respond against Miami team next week on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's interesting. And, and um, I, I, I caught the beginning of the game and I caught the end of the game and that, that pass on third and eight that Jalen hurts made that was picked oh. off. I mean, it oh. was just, it was so bad. I mean, it's so uncharacteristic. I mean, it was awful. That's what I expect out of Zach Wilson, but not Jalen Hurts. And I'm wondering, Caleb, if Jalen Hurts is putting too much pressure on himself. You know, he talked all all offseason about, uh, you know, the chip is bigger on my shoulder now that we lost the Super Bowl. I want to get back to the Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, I just signed for a bunch of money, but it's about winning. I don't care about money. Uh, You know, there was I'm not saying like that big talk, but. When you when you say things like that, people are like, oh, man, that guy's determined. And then you you start to get a little hype. You start to get a little uh, you get a lot of attention. And I yeah. wonder if, if there's just a little a little a little bit of pressure there. Now, here's what I will say. Uh, do you remember the play that A.J. Brown kind of slowed up on the go route and he had to speed back up? Yeah. And he missed the Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Why are wide receivers such divas? This is a diva play to me. This is this is a diva play by yeah. AJ Brown. And you know what? He has been, he has created more noise that is not even worth it. Dude, you were in the Super Bowl last year. You were one of the most targeted players in the league, along with Stefan Diggs. Like Stefan Stefan Diggs level targets. Yeah. And you find something to be upset about. Or, or say something on social media. Like, I just, mm, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Finish every play. Go out there and ball out. You had an amazing game. 131 yards on seven catches. That's almost 20 yards a catch. Yeah. I mean, dude, a bad loss, but, I mean, Philly, Philly's going to be in the thick of it when it comes play. No doubt. Like, like, no doubt. doubt. But, I mean, they are not playing. You can feel the loss of Shane Steichen. I completely agree. Completely agree. And, I mean, I'm not – I mean, do I think this team can respond, fight back, 100%. But the way that I look at this Eagles team, yeah, they got to check themselves in the mirror. Um, Because I agree with you. I mean, Bryce, here's my thing with the – I don't think it's – I think you want your receivers to have a little bit of diva in them. But at the same time, you got to manage that the right way. Right now, it feels like from our perspective that it's not getting managed the right way. Like Devontae Smith, like I'd like to see him more involved. I feel like this team has struggled, Bryce, to get all three of their big passing targets going at the same time. <laughs> feels like it's one or the other. Yeah, they're the not ground game's been yet. effective. The ground game's been consistent, but mm-hmm. the, the the you know can they get all three going at the same time? They pretty much did that all year last year, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like that's happening right now. And I don't know if that's schematics or if that's just the way it's going, but that's what I'm looking for against this Miami team. The Miami defense, it's not necessarily all that great. Can can they figure out ways to get all three going? Can they get this one at home and get everybody on the offense moving? 
Next up, the Giants and the Bills. I mean, look, I've been crapping on this Giants team. I don't think this Giants team is very good, but I mean, I'll be honest. This is a gigantic problem for the Bills. I mean, you cannot under any circumstances let this game be decided on the final play of the game. And that is what they should have got flagged. And they should have got flagged. Should have gotten flagged again. I got lucky. Now, I will say, I do have one pushback with the Giants. I have one pushback. I have one pushback. Okay. Tyrod Taylor doesn't suck. No, he does not. No, he does not. Why why are we calling plays like Tyrod Taylor sucks? Tyrod Taylor doesn't suck. Let him loose a little bit. Yeah. Let him loose a little bit. Let him, let him, let him, you know, I want to see him run. I, I want to see him throw. I know he's older, but like, you could tell it he had the stuff. And it was like they just David was so scared and so tentative. I do think they had their own part to play in why they lost the game. But regardless, regardless, the Bills shouldn't have let that be that close. Yep, nope, totally agree. Uh Buffalo seems to be playing down to their competition. Hence why they're down they're four and two, and just about every yeah. game they've played has been yeah. close. Um, like we mentioned, they should have been flagged on the last on the untimed down. Uh, I mean, but the Giants shot themselves in the foot. I mean, poor clock management by Dable at the end of the first half. Obviously, um, I understand now. Now, here's where I'll defend it a little bit. I understand that you want to go to your back that you paid a lot of money for, but with a with an offensive line that didn't play a good first half of football, they played much better in the second half. That piece yeah. together O line, yeah, right. They need yeah. to get healthy there. If they're healthy there, I would be very interested to see what they look like. But, and I thought Saquon looked good coming off that injury. No, I did too. Yeah, I did um, too. but I, did I was too. happy to see Tyrod get the receiver, the the playmakers involved. Wondell Robinson finally had a good game. Darren Waller made some big catches down the stretch. They just need to get him involved earlier. Um, finally got high at the ball a little bit. Darius Slayton. Yeah, he had a couple of like, plays. Right. And I don't know what's not clicking with Daniel Jones to get that. Hopefully him missing a game and maybe seeing someone else. You know, maybe they get a guy or two back on the offensive line. Maybe they turn it around this season. I have hopes. But one in five is tough, man. That is yeah, tough. I, uh, but I, it's not impossible. Man. Yeah, it's it's not looking great. The roadmap is tough. I mean, look, they're three of the two. They're back to back home games, Manders and, and Jets. Both and winnable you, if healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they're winnable games. I just. I I mean, it's good. They're in a tough spot. The injuries are in a tough spot. Um, the play callings in a tough spot. I mean, they've got a lot of questions. And uh, I have a difficult time seeing the plan to fix it and turn it around. Next up, Cowboys and Chargers. Um, Dallas coming out with the win at the end. Um, frankly, they shouldn't have won the game. Uh, oh, interesting. But they did. Uh, That's interesting. 20 to 17. Uh, Why do you Price think I, that? Why do you think that? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I did, look, I mean, I just thought the opportunity after opportunity, the Cowboy team blew it. I thought the Chargers did a rel. I just thought they beat themselves up. I just thought the Chargers beat themselves up and the Cowboys made them pay for it. Think about all the penalties, Bryce, on false starts, holdings, 
you know, big pass plays on third and long. Oh, shoot. Hey, here's a flag. Oh, shoot. Hey, here's this. Oh, shoot. Hey, this is a mistake. There was so many of that when the Chargers were trying to control the fourth down execution of Staley. When, to be perfectly frank, like, I feel like he tries to, I'm convinced Staley's trying to call offensive plays. I'm convinced Staley is trying to get inside the analytics. I'm serious. I'm convinced Staley and analytics are like meeting together. Their staff is meeting together and they're helping decide to call the plays rather than letting Morris call the plays. Um, Like I I definitely think Dallas, it was a good win for Dallas. Um, Good for Dak to play without turning the ball over. Really don't agree that Dak played a good game. Really don't agree. Really? Interesting. But no, no, I don't get that narrative right now. I mean, I understand okay. he didn't turn the ball over, but I mean, he was efficient. This is though. what you should be doing, though. Oh, this no, I agree. No, I agree. So he played well. The, you just expect it all the time. Well, let's look at this. Let's look at the stat. CD Lamb, CD Lamb was open all night. We, I mean, if we previewed this game, we would have said something similar to that, right? Mm-hmm. Chargers haven't been great in pass coverage. They fed him the ball. That was not a hard game plan, especially considering he came out and said, what he said last week and, and basically was like, Hey, I want to be involved in the offense. I was open. I wasn't getting the ball. He did. He did that in this game and the defense carried this team in the last couple drives. And do I think Dak can go from this game? Sure. Sure. I do. But I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I'm looking forward to seeing this team again, you know, off the bye. Uh, I think it'll be good for them. Like the buy. I know some teams like it later, but I think it'll be good for them. The timing of this buy. But I'm also, I'm snoozing my concerns on the Chargers here. I'm not going to go hot takey because can I can I run through the schedule right here? I mean, sure. they always play close with the Chiefs. They always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, love mm-hmm. them. Back shoulder fade teaser. Love them. Plus six. Oh, uh, bear, no, plus six. Okay. All right. All right. Bears, 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 Bears. Okay. Jets. Like the, the Packers, game, you get the like. There's there's some games in here that are winnable. They did this similar thing last year. I'm not going to try to get too caught up into it, but I will say it's the worst game of just Herbert I've ever seen in my life, ever, ever. So it's interesting. Worst. I was going to bring him up too, Caleb. Um, I don't know if you saw these graphics going around about his fourth quarter interceptions in a one score game. I have not actually. Hey, he is, uh, I think it's since like 2020. So when he entered the league, I believe, when he was, um, he, or 2019, 2020, something like that. He has 15 fourth quarter interceptions uh, in a one, uh, fourth quarter interceptions in a one score game. 15. Uh, The next closest, I think, was like six or nine. Yeah, it's bad. And I, I don't necessarily because he's been through a couple a couple play callers, so I don't necessarily know that it's the play calling. I think it's just the decisions that he's making. You know, when it comes to crunch time. And but but if you look at the flip side of that, like just for this game, like the Cowboys finished the game exactly like they that that they would probably want, right? On defense, Parsons big sack. Very next play, or the or two plays after that, Gilmore gets the pick. 
That's exact. Like to me, like that's a perfect Dallas game to them. They get Dak who seemingly plays well, right? Maybe that's a, maybe that's a, you know, smoke and mirrors thing. Dak plays well. He doesn't get killed today in, or on Tuesday in the media. And they finish the game on defense, which is their bread and butter this season. By far. Their, their defense is better than their offense by far. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, this was a, this was the way Dallas wanted to win. It wasn't great. It wasn't pretty, but they won on the road in a primetime game and Dak didn't turn the ball over. And with the Chargers, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I do have one big question for you, Caleb. I, I don't know if you can answer it for me. Uh, does Quentin Johnston just just suck? And I and I mean that seriously. Like, I don't I don't like, I, I don't know what the I mean, I don't want like you drafted him in the first round. Like, does he just suck? I mean, Josh Palmer well, the, the, is kind of bully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is. Cons- it, I agree with you that it is concern. I don't love the way that he has. Frankly, I just don't think he's involved. Um, I think to a certain extent, like, yeah, the last play I looked at, I looked at some of that stuff. People thought it was kind of on him why the interception happened. Um, I mean, I want to try to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's a rookie and this, that, and the other. But, you know, I do think Bryce, they wanted to draft him hoping that they would see enough in him because they have a lot of cap, have a lot of money. And I think they could do some restructuring, and that would mean changing up some of the wide receivers, maybe Mike Williams. And I don't justify—I don't see you can justifiably do that with Quentin Johnston being the answer to the piece. That's the concern I have with the Chargers, and and I agree, it's a good point you have, and you know we'll see. I I'm I'm going to try to hold off on judgments. He, he's he's droppable in fantasy now, though. He's 100 <laughs> droppable in fantasy. 100 percent droppable in fantasy. And I just, yeah, first round kid. I, I you gotta hope he turns it around. Uh, next up, uh, Commanders, Falcons. Ooh, Bryce, wow. this was probably. I'll be honest. This was my <sighs> favorite performance of the week. This, I this, do. the the Commanders. The oh, commanders. Okay. And here's why. I mean, yeah, at the end they almost blew it, but you know, you got killed by the Bears. Like, that's one of those games where you got to check your, you know, you got to be like, oh my gosh, like, what are we doing? Like, we've got to change something. We got to do something. We got to make a response. Like, this is not who we are. That type of game. And I mean, they really did that. I mean, I understand a back half of the second half, they let this game get too close. But how throwing for three touchdown passes, I'm living with that. No turnovers. I mean, I need that offensive line to play better. I can't live on five sacks, but that that's going to get there. That's going to get there. McLaurin, when he's making plays like he was, I mean, he's a big-time game changer. Samuel's getting more involved in the offense. Bryce, a former Buckeye. That's uh, right. The pass rush of this, of this Washington team, I think, is starting to get better. I think it's starting to progress in a real way. And, you know, if this defense can keep themselves in it, Bryce, I would not be shocked if we're in a similar position to last year. We're talking about this team down the stretch 
maybe stealing that seventh spot. I mean, they've got a vibe of a playoff stealer, like a, a you know, one of those teams where they're, you might not realize it until the fourth quarter where it's like, oh, crap, they could really win the game. Mm-hmm. Like, they're one of those teams they'll let anybody in it, but they might end up finishing with the win. Or they're going to play like they do in Chicago. I was impressed. Um, I guess my big takeaway, by this is I just don't understand how you could genuinely, as a franchise, have Desmond Ritter be your starting quarterback. Totally. And not only be a starting quarterback, but be your day one starting quarterback. I mean, I'm just lost at, I mean, granted, they got the ball to their players. We've been begging for that. They've done that. But, man, the amount of mistakes this man made, I just, I don't I don't get it. You're setting your whole team back with a guy like this as your starting quarterback. I mean, because they're too good to tank. The problem is they're too good to tank, so they're not going to get in the top half of the draft. So what are they going to do? Dude, I agree, man. Like, Heineke is a proven NFL quarterback who would do wonders with these weapons. Look what he did with Dotson, with McLaurin, with Samuel, with Gibson. Yeah. And I mean, come on, man. You give him Drake, London, Pitts, Bijan. Holland. He'd succeed. He'd succeed. I could finally start Drake London in fantasy again. You know, like I. Ah, you think they'll you consider it? it on Arthur's? I think they have to. I mean, did you see Arthur Smith's reaction to Ritter's third interception? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was considering his life right then and there. <laughs> and, and, and they listen. They have a division game this week, Tampa. They could easily lose to Tampa. They could lose to Tampa. They could easily lose to Tampa. I mean, dude, oh, man, I want the Falcons to be so good offensively. I want it to just be an absolute. You know I how many too. teams would kill? You think, like, like Carolina's looking at, you know, like, dude, if we had London. Right. You, right. Know, you know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, come on, dude. You think right. Patrick Mahomes would love to have Drake London or Kyle Pitts. Oh, well, no, I mean, kidding. he already asked Kelsey, but I mean, if he could have Drake London instead of trading for me, Cole Hardman back, you know, like, I mean, right. oh, it's yeah. just, it's so irritating. It's, it's so irritating. And he knows what he's doing. He, he I, yeah, I just, it's a tough situation to watch unfold. It's going to be a team that I think drives this crazy. Uh, more than it's going to make us satisfied. And it, we'll just have to see how they choose to handle that situation because I think everyone knows that's the biggest weakness of this team. Yeah. Next up, I'm not really talking about this game because of the quality of game it was. Bryce, I really just want to talk about the end. I mean, look. I mean, we said Desmond Ritter, but I think Mac Jones is the worst starting quarterback in the league. And they played this game, and I mean, Bryce, he has the ball at the end of this game. Granted, the Raiders played pretty well, shouldn't have ever been in that position. But how in the world, Bryce, is this team executing at just such a poor level? High school, you know, 
It's like a freshman quarterback, a freshman high school quarterback being thrown into a varsity game with the mistakes of coaching, communication. Miserable. It's miserable. It's miserable. Can I push back? Can I push back? Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. There's probably a, a to a degree, Mac Jones is not a very good quarterback. But there is such regression. I mean, we've seen good things from Mac Jones. I want you to think about this here for a second, Caleb. <clears throat> so New England passed on DeAndre Hopkins. They passed sure. on. Yeah. They decided not to re-sign Jacoby Myers, who by all accounts has 30 receptions for 335 yards and four touchdowns. I told you guys about Jacoby Myers and how good he was, yeah, underrated he, he was before the season, right? Yeah, he and he's been balling there. Yeah. Decided to sign Juju Smith-Schuster, who is now out, I believe, concussion, if I remember correctly, and had reports of a chronic knee injury um, where his knee could explode at any point in time. You you decide to sign you decide to sign Ezekiel Elliott for for what reason is un, unknown to me why you need another running back I don't know and you you decided to just ignore the receivers like you have the past decade decade twenty years whatever uh, you didn't address the line really you drafted a random guy that was had like a fourth fifth round grade in the first round. For the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, you gave a whole bunch of money to John New Smith, who's no longer on your team. Yeah. I, I just, I, you signed Ty Montgomery. Why? He shouldn't even be a player in the league anymore. He want to be straight with you. Yeah, I agree. Who was once the Packers running back. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but. Right. I'm just saying, like, I think, I think you didn't, you didn't surround Mac Jones well enough. To put him in a position to succeed. You didn't give him a coordinator until this year. And we know how Bill O'Brien can be, you know. It, right. Yeah. I just it would just be, I would just be curious to, to know, like put him in Atlanta situation. Is he any better? Maybe. Maybe not. I I I I, I would lean no, but I mean, Bryce, the fact that I'm having to think about it, like I shouldn't have to think about it. Right. That's what, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I am all for, I am all for benching Mac Jones. I'm down for it because he, he hasn't been great, but I, has he really been helped the way he should be? Does he have a reason to be frustrated? Maybe. I think he might have a point. It, yeah. I mean, Yeah. I don't I don't think you're wrong. The weapons haven't been great over the last couple of years. Um I, I don't think you're wrong. But I just when I'm looking at his mechanics, Bryce, I'm looking at a lack of velocity. I'm looking at a guy who lobs it in like a knuckleball, a guy that doesn't have any heat towards his throws. A guy that's that's just flat out missing reads. He's 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 late on everything. Um, I'm not saying that the weapons don't have an influence on some of this, but I just feel like at the same time, there, I mean, there's blame on both sides, right? I get what you're saying. I get the other parts to it as well. Um, 
I think what's really hard for me to understand is like when you're a team like New England with this young quarterback, again, similar to the Chicago point, why do you not have a veteran in the room? Why do you not have a veteran in the room? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, why, why? Why do you not have a veteran in the room? You don't need the guy to play. You don't need the guy to be your second string guy. But why do you not have a veteran in the room? You know, I, I value that, Bryce, tremendously with backup quarter, with, with young quarterbacks. I don't care if the backup's very good. I don't care. If the, if the guy is somewhat older and experienced, I think it matters. Um, just being around that, I think it's going to value Richardson. I think it's a part of why Stroud's being successful. Having Keenum back there in Houston, I think that's a big deal. Um, I look at what's going on with a guy like Mac. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if he's been in the best environment, right? But Belichick and Saban have the relationships with each other where I feel like they're buddy-buddy enough to know something. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I feel like that's another aspect of it as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, a lot, lot, lot to look for, a lot, lot of long stuff to keep an eye on, especially with the New England team. They're playing the Bills and they rebound. But yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it's closer for benching than not. And um, that'll do it for us uh, this week. Uh, Bryce, once again, thank you for, for uh, hopping in. And uh, look, we've got an exciting week of football over the next couple of weeks. You got a massive game this coming week with Penn yeah, State. Yeah, I do. Oh, man, yeah, I Top do. 10 matchup. Uh, and also, it'll be, uh, it'll be a big weekend for you. Uh, and yeah, I want to put the full